Hello and welcome to the Friday edition of Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today Rabbi Schneider discusses the Hebrew word shalom. Sometimes it seems like God is far away and uninterested in the affairs of his human children. So how can you experience God's nearness on a daily basis? Well, that's today's topic as Rabbi Schneider reveals the nature of God's spirit, working in power and presence in your life. So let's get started. And if you would like to take some notes, you can do that by downloading Rabbi's study guide for our message titled Shalom from our website at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Now here is Rabbi Schneider. All of us that love God, all of us that have been drawn to the Father through the Son and by the Spirit, we have a hunger to experience the Father's presence and Yeshua's presence in our life by the Holy Spirit. You know, David said, as the deer panneth after the water, so my soul panneth after thee, O God. God's presence is so beautiful so satisfying, so beyond anything that this world has to offer. Those of us that have been touched by his presence, we're just so hungry to be touched again in a profound and in a powerful way. I know in my life, there are certain times that God has made his glory so manifest in my heart that even though some of those times were five, 10, 15, 20 years ago and longer, I still remember those times. And some of those times lasted like one second, but they were so impactful, so powerful that I never forget them and I yearn for the Father's next touch. Now, let me stop and say this. We want to experience His presence, but we need to realize beyond our desire and beyond the importance of you and I experiencing God's presence, there's something even more profound and more important. And that is, beloved, that we exist for God's glory. In other words, when we think about experiencing God's presence, we want to experience God's presence. That's an awesome, beautiful thing that we should all desire. But that's about what we want. We want to experience God's presence. But there has to be something in us that recognizes and prioritizes that there's something greater, and that is God's glory. You know, when Jesus came to earth, his purpose was to bring glory to the Father. And God's ultimate purpose in everything that he does is to glorify himself. In fact, Paul tells us in the book of Ephesians that we've been saved to the praise of his glorious grace. When we look into heaven, we see the divine beings worshiping him day and night. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. We need to understand that the gospel that was once and for all delivered to the saints was first and foremost about the glory of God. Not us first, not our desires first, not our needs first. These are all important. But what is most important, listen, beloved ones, is God's own glory. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is because if we're going to walk in greater fellowship and a greater experience of his presence, we need to recognize that we're here not to feel him, but to glorify him. You see, God is sovereign. And he manifests himself to us when he wants to. 
The glory of God that I've just been talking about, what that actually means is when God makes himself manifest. In other words, when we look into the heavens, the heavens declare the glory of God. Why do the heavens declare the glory of God? Because when we look into the heavens, we can see God's glory. In other words, we see the infiniteness of space. When we look at the earth, we see the beautiful mountains, the beautiful rainbows, the beautiful rivers, God's beautiful pine trees in creation. It declares his glory, once again, because it is his presence being made visible or being made manifest. And so when we talk about feeling God's supernatural presence, what we're actually talking about is experiencing his glory. It's he's making himself felt to us. He's making himself known to us. And there's an element of this that is a mystery in the sense that God chooses to glorify himself and manifest himself to us when he wants to. Yet on the other hand, there's a role that you and I play to enter into a deeper, consistent walk in which we'll experience the supernatural presence, his supernatural glory. This is why the Lord said, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. This is why Jesus said, if you love me and obey me, I'm gonna disclose myself to you. I'm gonna make myself known to you and my Father and I will dwell with you in John 14. So even though God's glory is mysterious in the sense that he's sovereign and he manifests his glory to us, his beauty and his value and how precious and awesome he is, he manifests himself to us when he wants to on the other hand, when we choose to love him, draw near, obey him, put him first, then that causes him or draws him or inspires him to manifest himself to us so that we experience his glory on a more consistent basis. Now, last season, I talked about some practical things that you and I could do to posture ourselves in a place where God will manifest himself to us more regularly and we'll have a more consistent relationship with him, experiencing his presence in a more regular way. Number one, I said, we need to come out of the world. The scriptures tell us, Come out of the world, saith the Lord, draw near to me, and I will receive you to myself. If we're feasting on the things of the world, if we're valuing the things of the world, seeking after the things of the world more than God, we're just not gonna be experiencing his presence on a consistent basis. God is loving, he's merciful, he manifests himself to sinners, but if we're gonna walk in a consistent realm of experiencing his presence, beloved ones, we have got to come out of the world. We've gotta make a decision to love him more than the things of the world. It's a denying of the flesh. Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God. We have to value him above all else, more than our finances, more than relationships with human beings. Let me give you an example. So many times I pastor a congregation, I run into women that begin to attend the congregation. They wanna be married, they love God, they're pursuing God, they're passionate about God, and then all of a sudden, some guy comes into their life. And too oftentimes what happens is I see these women that love Jesus, but when a man came into their life, they completely got off course and fell away. You see, the problem was they loved the things of the world more than they love God. And that, beloved ones, won't cut it. Whether it's material things, whether it's your job, whether it's your family, Jesus actually said, unless a man hates his own father, mother, and even his own life, he cannot be 
my disciple. We have to value God above all else. Let me say that again. If we're going to experience God's supernatural presence in a consistent way, we have to value him. We have to place value on knowing and experiencing him above all else. The apostle Paul began to brag about his previous life before he met Yeshua. He said he was a Hebrew of Hebrews from the tribe of Benjamin, circumcised the eighth day, educated under the leading sage of his day, Gamaliel. But he said, all those things I count as rubbish for the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach, my Lord. He forsook all that he had in the world, the power, the position that he had as a leading rabbi or sage or Pharisee of his day. He forsook all that that he would know Jesus and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. So I wanna say to you, you may be saying, I want to feel your presence in my life, God. But if you wanna feel, beloved, his presence in your life consistently, you've gotta maybe make some hard decisions. Maybe there's some things in your life that you're involved in that are not of God. You need to cut those things off, come out of the world to follow him. And then you'll be in a posture where he can drop his glory upon your life in a brand new way. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. We want you to know there are so many ways that you can watch and listen to Rabbi's programs. Online, you'll find us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can find resources like our television broadcast schedule, Rabbi's messages on your podcasting platform, YouTube content, devotionals, and much more. You can even follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Check out all these resources online today. When you give to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, it allows us to spend more time focusing on what really matters. And for us, that means getting God's word out to as many people as possible. And right now, at this very moment, there is someone who needs to hear Rabbi's practical biblical teaching. And your financial gift is what makes that possible. To donate, go online to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Now to conclude today's message, here's Rabbi Schneider. Ever since Adam and Eve fell in the garden, mankind has been running. When Adam and Eve ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, immediately at what they did was they realized they were naked and they began to run. They began to run from God. They were trying to escape a feeling inside of not being right. They were trying to escape this feeling of fear. See, the Bible says, that right after Adam and Eve ate, it says suddenly, just like that, they realized they were naked. Now they were naked before they ate of the tree, but it didn't bother them. They weren't conscious of their nakedness. But once they ate of the tree, suddenly they felt exposed. Suddenly they felt they had to cover themselves. In other words, they became deeply anxious, deeply insecure, deeply self-conscious, deeply aware that something wasn't right. And they tried to run from that feeling, but the problem was they couldn't get away from it because wherever they ran, there they were. The problem is that you and I are doing the same thing today, even though we may not recognize it. We're trying to get away from this feeling of uneasiness, this insecurity, this anxiety, this feeling of fear that something isn't right. You might not even be aware of it, but this is the plight of all humankind until they're reconciled with God and made whole in Him. And we try to run from this feeling by maybe trying to get away from it in our jobs, where some people are workaholics. Why do they always have to be working. 
because they're not comfortable with just doing nothing and being alone. They're running, trying to escape the feeling once again that something isn't comfortable within themselves. Some are running to drugs, to alcohol, to relationship, to gossiping, to materialism. They're trying to escape who they are. We have to stop running from who we are and turn and face God if we're gonna be made whole and experience God's supernatural presence in our life. And beloved, this is hard work and it takes discipline. We want to do in order to escape just being because we're not comfortable with who we are ever since the fall. But God sent his son, beloved ones, to heal us, to restore us, and to make us whole. You know, the Bible says, be still and know that I am God. The Lord said in Isaiah, in quietness and silence, you'll find strength. We need to just have a discipline in our life of just sitting before the Lord. I remember a dream that I had. The Lord showed me I was sitting at a table across from a man in a very simple room. There was a window that I could see outside and I wanted to leave the room because I was getting tired of just sitting there. I I recognized in the dream that I'd been sitting across from this man a long time. And then as I thought about getting up and running, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, no, that man that you're sitting across from, That's Jesus. I couldn't see his face. I just recognized that he was a familiar friend. And the Lord said to me, just keep sitting across from him. Don't try to escape because you want to go do something. Just keep being still, sitting across from him, and I'm going to make you completely whole. Beloved, you and I need to take time every day just to be still and sit before the Lord. We need, beloved ones, to stop running. And I want to pick up today with a brand new dimension adding on to this. We've talked about coming out of the world. We've talked about being still before the Lord. We've talked about not running. And I wanna add another dimension to this. I wanna talk now about receiving God's peace. Sometimes we don't recognize how closely related to the spirit of the Lord, peace is. I mean, we all want peace. We all know peace is a good thing. But did you know that the Bible says that the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet? Why does the scripture tell us that it's the God of peace that will crush Satan under your feet? Because peace is the essence of the Holy Spirit. Remember, Jesus breathed on his disciples, and when he breathed on them, he said, my peace I leave or give to you. I want to read now for you the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 27. Then I'm going to go to John, chapter 20, verse 21 and 22. I want you to get how important peace is to experiencing the supernatural presence of God. Hear the word of God. Jesus said, Yeshua said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. So Yeshua is speaking about a supernatural peace that he's leaving with us. He talked about this peace being the remedy for fear. He said, I'm going to give you peace. And then he said, don't let your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid, which tells you and I that we have to keep fear and anxiety out and we have to receive the peace that Yeshua has breathed upon us that he left us. Let's continue the same theme. I'm going now to the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verse 21 and 22. Hear the word of God. So Jesus said to them again, peace be with you as the Father has sent me, I also send you. 
And when he had said this, he breathed on them and he said, receive the Ruach HaKodesh, receive the Holy Spirit. I think that's phenomenal that Jesus said, peace unto you. And then he said, receive the Holy Spirit. So as he released his spirit, what he was releasing was peace. Peace, beloved, is the foundation of having authority. Unless we're in peace, we have no power. Love is rooted in peace. Peace is rooted in love. And so it's important to begin to develop discernment so that we can stop spirits that would cause us to be anxious, so that we could stop spirits that cause us to run, so that we could keep spirits that would take away peace from our heart and mind. We keep them out. We shut the doors to those spirits because we recognize that God's spirit is the spirit of peace. And unless we're abiding in peace and receiving God's peace, we're not gonna be able to, beloved, consistently experience his presence because his presence is a presence of peace. Jesus said, my peace I give to you. Then he breathed on them and he said, receive the Ruach HaKodesh. And so if we want to receive the Ruach HaKodesh, we have to, beloved ones, receive peace. So I wanna pray with you right now that God will strengthen us and establish us in his peace. Father God, in Yeshua's name, we can talk about these things, but we know to receive these things is supernatural. We think, Jesus, about Peter and how you said to him, who do you say that I am? And when he answered back to you and said, you're the Messiah, you said to him, blessed art thou, Simon, son of John, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And so, Father God, we come and ask you right now to sovereignly and supernaturally strengthen us and bless us with peace, with the very peace of the Sar Shalom, the peace of Jesus, the Messiah. We ask you to strengthen us by the same power that raised Jesus from the dead in our inner man. Strengthen our soul. Gird our mind, Father, I pray, in peace. Father, in Jesus' name, breathe on us afresh once again with the same word that spoke over those first apostles, receive the Holy Spirit. My peace I give to you. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you today for the gift of peace. And we ask you, Abba God, strengthen us mightily in the Sar Shalom, the Prince of Peace, Jesus the Messiah. Father, we love you. We glorify you. We ask you to strengthen us in the experience of your supernatural presence. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. And if you just prayed with Rabbi Schneider to experience God's supernatural peace and presence, but you don't know his son, Jesus, then we want to invite you to learn more about Jesus. On our homepage at discoveringthejewishjesus.com, you'll see a white heart in the middle of the page that says, find Jesus. We've linked a couple of video presentations there to help you learn more along with a prayer request form. 
And when you connect with us and let us know that you've made a decision to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we'll send you two free books as our way of saying welcome to the family of God. And if you already know who Jesus is, but you want to take your study of God's supernatural presence even deeper, then please take a few minutes over the weekend to explore all the resources and study tools that we've made available to you. There's a treasury of content on our website that is designed to help you walk in God's ways. And then finally, we'd also like you to consider thinking supernaturally about your finances and how you can partner with us right now and in the coming year. Here's Rabbi to tell us more. Beloved, thank you for trusting me enough to receive God's Word and the ministry of discovering the Jewish Jesus through my life. As you know, we've come to the end of the year, and I simply want to reach out and ask you if you've truly been being helped through my ministry, if you feel that the teaching has been authentic, that it's strengthened you, I want to ask you as we've come to the end of the year for your financial support. Many of you have never donated to the Lord through this ministry, but did you know it's a spiritual principle that when we're receiving the Word of God through a ministry, we should respond by financially supporting that ministry in the Lord. Paul said in the book of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 11, these words. He said, if we sowed spiritual things in you, is it too much if we reap material things from you? You see, Paul counted on the contribution of the saints to fund his ministry. Even Jesus, even Yeshua had a treasury. So I wanna simply put it out there to you, beloved. If you believe in me, you believe this is real, that I'm real, that the word of God that's being taught here is clear and authentic, I wanna ask you, just open your heart and present a special offering to the Lord through discovering the Jewish Jesus as we've come to the end of the year. If you're feeling led to give a gift of any amount today, or if God is calling you to partner with us right now, then please get in touch with us today. We'd also appreciate any special year-end gifts that the Lord is leading you to give. It doesn't take much time to make a difference, and your contributions coupled with your fellow listeners' contributions truly have a life-changing impact. So give online today by visiting Discovering the Jewish Jesus. You can also call us at 800-777-7835 or text your donation to us by simply typing the keyword rabbi to the number 45777. And then finally, you can also send your generous financial gifts in the mail when you write to us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. And if you're heading out and about this holiday weekend, be sure to download the Discovering the Jewish Jesus podcast so you can take us on the road with you wherever you go. To learn more, visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And right now to wrap up today's message with a special blessing, here is Rabbi Schneider. The ironic blessing in the book of Numbers chapter 6 is not a blessing that comes from an impersonal being out there somewhere in the heavens. This special blessing comes from a person, Yahweh, God Almighty, our creator and maker. So receive God's blessing into your life right now. Yahweh, 
פניו אליך, ויחונך. ישעיהו פניו אליך, ואשם לך. bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. Let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up every individual request before the Lord. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. That's discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. I'm Dustin Roberts, and on behalf of our entire team, we want to wish you a very happy new year. Join us next time when Rabbi Schneider presents more insightful lessons connecting the Old Testament with the New.